we're so thankful that he is here today. And we love this family so very much. And I wonder if we could give Evangelist Dylan Morgan a great big hand clap as he comes. Now, we love Brother Morgan, and we want him to take his liberty. He operates in the Holy Ghost. He was here one year ago, one year ago at this time, and he declared the word of the Lord over Tree of Life Church. And he said this, I had just told our leaders, I said, we're all like puzzle pieces. We're oddly shaped. We're a little misconfigured. When you look at us, we look funny by ourselves. We're not symmetrical. But when you put us together, we form a beautiful picture that you can't see in just one puzzle piece. And I said, so we're like puzzle pieces. That following Sunday, Brother Morgan steps into the pulpit and said, I was falling asleep last night, and the Lord woke me up. And I said to my wife, I need you to text this to me, this thought. He was about in and out of sleep. He said, the Lord just told me to tell Tree of Life that, that there's one more puzzle piece coming. He didn't know I had said this, only myself and some of our leaders. But the Lord was confirming to us that he's putting the puzzle together. He's forming a great big picture. Little did we know. The puzzle pieces are coming together, and they've done so. And I can't wait to see all that God is going to do. Can we give evangelist Dylan Morgan, whom we love and appreciate, a great big hand? Love you, man. Thank you, everybody. Why don't we give Jesus some praise in this house for all that he has already done? Come on, somebody shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Praise God. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, you know you're in a Pentecostal service if you're out of breath before you get to the pulpit. It feels good in here today. 41 filled with the Holy Ghost, 15 baptized, 35 miracles, and it's just the beginning. I said it's just the beginning. You've just scratched the surface. Now, I know that this church understands that today is a very special day, right? You know what today is? That's right. It is Brother Urshan's birthday. Why don't you give your pastor a great round of applause? Amen. I leaned over to my wife. I said, it's only fitting that Joel Urshan's birthday falls on Pentecost Sunday this year. Of course, his birthday aligns with Pentecost Sunday. Amen. I love your pastor and your pastor's wife and their amazing family. Give you honor today. Thank you for all that you have done. Impacted me from afar for a very long time. I love and honor you and your great family. Amen. Amen. And to this great church, it's already been said, but thank you for all of your sacrifice. Because of your sacrifice, God couldn't help but pour out the fire. It's because you were willing to not only sacrifice finances, but your time, your talent, your energy. And because of that, God honored this great body with a great harvest that is just going to continue. Thank you, Tree of Life, for all that you did for this GM crusade. Why don't you give yourself a great, great round of applause for all that God did through you this week. Amen. And it's always an honor to have my wife with me. I love and appreciate her so much. The greatest gift God ever gave me outside of the Holy Ghost. 
Love you very much. Amen. Let's turn into the word of the Lord here today. The book of Isaiah chapter 9. We're going to begin reading at verse number 6. As we stood outside Friday and I watched all that God was doing, he dropped what I'm going to attempt to preach to you today into my spirit. And we're just going to flow in the Holy Ghost and more people are about to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. More people are about to be baptized in Jesus' name. And more people are about to receive their miracle. Do you believe that? Amen. Brother Driggers, I see you up there. I love you, my friend. And as we were singing, I felt to tell you he did it. He did it. Amen. I don't know. I asked Sister Urshan, I said, how, how is their child doing? And she said, it's doing better. And I just felt to tell you he did it. Amen. You just keep believing because you're called for Spain and it's not going to be too much longer. I said, it's not going to be too much longer. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6. If you have it, say amen. Bible says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. If you know it, say it with me. Wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. Of the increase of his government. Now this is important. Of the increase of his government. And peace. There shall be no end. On the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth. Somebody say forever. Even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will. Someone say it will. Perform this. It's going to happen. I want to preach to you today on this subject, Pentecost, the movement. Would you set your Bibles down and would you lift your hands? And I'm just asking that you would all ask that God would just minister just for a few more moments before we get into the word of the Lord. He's already done a great work. Chains have fallen. People have been delivered. But I want us to prepare our hearts for the word of the Lord right now. Lord, I love you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for your word, your presence that has filled this house. I ask right now that you would begin to minister to every person that is in this room. Individually, God, they have come with their need. They have come with their miracle opportunity. And I ask that individually you would minister to every person that is here. Collectively, God, do something to this tree of life body today that would set it on a course that would never be the same. I ask for an increase of the flow of the Spirit to happen in this room, God, that it would burst out of these walls and it would continue to flow as it has the last few days. I believe that you're going to do a great work. Anoint me and use me for your glory. Let the gifts of the Spirit confirm this word with signs following. If you believe God is going to do a great work, I want you to lift your voices for the next few moments. And I want you to give Jesus praise. Amen. One more time. Clap your hands as you're being seated in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. A few years ago, I grew up in the state of Southern California, but a few years ago, I had the blessed opportunity to join in something that God was doing in the Valley of California. And my friend and I 
flew into Los Angeles. My friend, he's a great preacher himself. He's actually ministering here in Ohio this weekend. His name is Brother Caleb Herring. And we were fortunate enough together to get to go look at the Bonnie Bray House and the Azusa Memorial of what took place in 1906. And as I was there and we looked at the Bonnie Bray House and we began to understand that that's where the prayer meeting started that began to just grow and grow and grow and they couldn't fit in that house and so they moved to what we all know as Azusa Street. Raise your hand if you've ever heard of Azusa Street before. Amen. That is where the continuing of this beautiful Pentecostal experience picked up. We all know about Topeka, Kansas, and we understand about all that God was doing in Canada, and it happened in Azusa. And on that Azusa Street revival, God began to pour out His Spirit, and many great and powerful things took place that we are still enjoying today, and it lit California on fire, and it just went all over the 50 states and all over the world. We're very thankful for that, but I we remember standing at the Bonnie Bray House, and although reverencing the great memorial that was given to what had been, I remember feeling a certain thought of maybe being a little underwhelmed. And we went from there because we wanted to kind of follow how it happened. And so we went to where the Azusa Street Revival had taken place. And all of the great things that took place in Azusa was memorialized with just a little plaque. And we read that plaque. And again, although very honored to get to stand on the ground of such a powerful move of God and thanking God for what he did there, I remember feeling once again just a touch underwhelmed because as I stood there, the thought came across my mind. Pentecost was never meant to be a memorial. We're thankful for the memorials that are shown all throughout the Bible. As a matter of fact, when they crossed over the river Jordan into their promised land, God charged the children of Israel. He said, you build a memorial. He said, so you can bring your kids back to this place and you can tell them what God did for you. I love getting to reminisce about what God has done. About all that God has done. But there's something about this Pentecostal experience. It was never meant to be memorialized that the greatness of it was in the past. It was never meant to be looked upon as we stand and memorialize what God has done. He told them, he said, you remind them what God has done just so that they can remember. But they weren't supposed to live there. They were supposed to go from there and conquer a land that was given to them. I am thankful for all that God did Thursday night. Friday night, Saturday night, and what he will do today. But I have been sent with a charge from the Holy Ghost to tell this great body, don't memorialize it like it's the greatest that you're going to see. As great as it was on Thursday night, as great as it was on Friday night, as great as it was last night, and as great as it's going to be today, uh, you've yet to scratch the surface uh, of what Pentecost uh, really is going you ain't seen nothing yet. I said, God, my Lord. Peter 
Peter was standing on a mountain. Peter, James, and John. Jesus says, let's go up. They go up to the mountain. They're all standing there, and Jesus is there. And then all of a sudden, Moses and Elijah shows up on the left and right of Jesus. And Peter has this great idea. Let's build three tabernacles, and let's memorialize this moment. And at that moment, they heard a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And Peter fell on his face. And the Bible records that when he stood up and he looked up, all he could see was Jesus. Because what he was trying to give Peter the revelation of was this. It was never intended to just be a memorial to Moses and Elijah. God in the flesh, Jesus, was the fulfillment of the law. Moses and the prophets, Elijah. And he stepped forward. And when they saw Jesus, they saw the glory shining upon his face. And it was the understanding. It's not meant for just this mountain. It's got to go beyond here. You've got to go to Pentecost. You've got to go to an upper room. There's got to be something that happens beyond this place. And so today, I come today to preach to you. God is charging this church now. It's time for you to release uh, what has happened uh, over the last few days. Uh, because sometimes uh, we get so enamored with the man in the pulpit. Uh, we get so enamored with the one that is preaching it. We love when Chris Green shows up and he charges us uh, and faith enters into the house. Uh, but God is trying to do something uh, in these last days uh, where Chris Green can't be here every service. Uh, where David Myers can't be here every service. God is trying to take this season to empower you, to show you I'm going to use you in the last days because this thing was never meant to be a memorial. God called this to be a movement. I need a little more monitor if you don't mind. God never intended for this to just be a memorial. God never intended for Pentecost to be something that we are enamored about the greatness of the past. He intended for this to be something that charges forward into the future. I said it charges forward into the future. And there has been a great release of anointing over the last few days into this great body called Tree of Life. There has been a great anointing baptized. Each and every one of you. Some of you stepped out and did things you have never done. And some of you are about to step out and do things today that you have never done before. That is what God is destining this to be. So that this church would rise up and it wouldn't just stay on this property. But that you would get a boldness about you uh, on Pentecost Sunday uh, and you would be just like Peter uh, you would rise up uh, under the unction of the Holy Ghost and say if God can use anybody uh, he can use me Oh, if you want to be used by God, you ought to shout. If you want God to anoint you, you ought to shout. If you want God to use you, you ought to shout. You can lay hands on your neighbor right now. And the same thing that happened on the parking lot, God can use you. That's what Pentecost is. It's the empowering. It's the anointing. said that the increase of his government there shall be no end and they went over to Jerusalem because that's where the promise was going to come down according to Acts chapter 1 go tarry in an upper room I've got a promise for you and this promise is going to be poured out 
The promise that came down has already been said. And on the day of Pentecost, when it was fully come, they were in one mind and they were in one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house uh, where they were all sitting. Uh, and it set upon each of them uh, cloven tongues like as unto a fire. Uh, and they all began to speak uh, in this heavenly language. Uh, and it began to be noise abroad. Uh, but it wasn't just for Jerusalem. Uh, he said, my government uh, has got to keep increasing. Uh, so now let's go into Judea. Uh, but it can't stop there. Now let's go into Samaria. But it can't stop there. Now let's step out into every part of the world. Thank God they didn't memorialize what happened in the upper room. But somebody got under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and said, I'm going to start a P7 club. I'm going to start. Lift your hands all across the house and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Daniel saw it like this. It's already been preached this week. It was a stone that came down. It broke that, that image that would represent the kings and kingdoms of this earth. And it turned from a stone into a mountain. Because God's kingdom was never meant to be something that is contained that is contained to a certain place or locale. It was never meant to be confined to the comforts of the building. The Lord spoke to me a few weeks ago and said, our churches have become safe houses when I've called them to be storehouses. This is supposed to be the place where the harvest is stored. Come on, somebody. We've got to come, quit coming to church and feeling safe here. This is where we ought to feel the glory. This is where the fear and the reverence of the Lord ought to come upon us. This is where something uh, ought to happen uh, that shakes us uh, where people can't help uh, but glory there was a widow woman who had just lost her husband and the bible says it like this she said the debtors are coming and they're coming to take my sons I've got debt that has to be paid. Those sons represented her future. Because as long as this widow woman had sons, she had a hope for a tomorrow. And so the debtors are coming to take her hope of a future. And the prophet says, what do you have at hand? All I've got, preacher is a little cruise of oil. You mean to tell me you've got some anointing in reserve right now that you ain't used yet? Come on, there's some of y'all ain't even tapped into the reserve that you got set aside for the rough times, for the hard seasons, for the trial and the... Well, all I've got uh, is just a little bit, but it's sitting over here in the safe uh, and I don't ever plan on getting it out. Then you'll die with your reserve in a safe place. Uh, that's what's going to happen. Your future will go and you will pass away. But the prophet said, somebody go get some empty vessels. You see what happened out there was some empty vessels came to tree of life. And some folks said, I'm not going to leave what I've got in the safe. 
Because here's the law of release. We get it in our heads that if we don't keep what we got, we won't have what we need. But the law of God is this. If you'll release what you have, you'll always have more than enough. There's folks in this house right now. You've got something on reserve. You've got something on back order. You're not going to let it go. You're going to protect it with everything you got. But let this preacher preach to you today. There is a Pentecost that is calling for a movement in this house. And if you'll rise up right now and release what you've got. Maybe you've never clapped your hands. Maybe you've never run the aisles. Maybe you've never laid hands on. Why not start today? Because if you'll release it right now, it'll flow. It'll flow. Oh, come on. Let it flow, sir. Come on. Let it flow, ma'am. Let it flow out of your bellies. It will flow up like a river. Like a river. Somebody shout right now. Somebody worship right now. Come on, don't stop. I see people that haven't praised yet. I see. Come on, don't get quiet on me now. You got to let it go. Let that flow. Don't stop. Don't stop just for a little while longer. Come on. Come on. Let that voice go. I said, let that voice go. Come on, just for a few more moments. For a few more moments. For a few more moments. You've got 30 more seconds of praise. You've got 45 more seconds of dancing. Do you feel that? Do you feel that in the house? That's what happens when folks get the revelation of release. I know it says it's all right. Children of Israel come into their promised land. They cross over. And the Bible says that they ate of the fruit of the land of Canaan. That year. Well, you got to think about that. They tasted of the old corn and the manna and the quail seized. So no more do they get what they are used to happening. I know it's been good around here. I felt it when I came into the city. It's a different feel when you come into Cincinnati right now. You've been breaking some things in the spirit. I feel like darkness is trembling right now. I feel like darkness is shaking in its shoes right now. Because if they understand, if Trio Life ever gets the revelation of this is not just a moment or a memorial, this is a movement, they understand you will be called just like those in the book of Acts. These are those which have turned their world.
upside down. You can't turn Cincinnati upside down. You can't shake this entire city. And so they come into their promised land and they taste of what was old. And God says, now you can't have what you're used to anymore. I feel like this week, we just went and stepped right on up into Canaan. We just crossed right over into the promised land. And you took the old fruit of the land. Boy, it's good, Brother Urson, what God's doing around here. Because you see, the children of Israel had an ideology of consumerism. In Egypt, they went to the flesh pot. And that's where they got their food, consumed and went back for more. In the wilderness, it rained manna and quail. They got enough for the day. They consumed and then they waited for more. But in the wilderness, you can't operate like that. I mean, in Canaan, you can't operate like that. It is no longer, it is no longer, it's going to come down to happen. It's, I've got to go to the vine and get what belongs to me. And so it's no more the mindset of what can I consume? The mindset is what can I produce? And see, this is how we come to church. This is how we come, we come to church like this. Move me, preacher. I'm not preaching to the new converts right now. I'm preaching to the season for just a few moments. Move me, preacher. Let's see you bring a revelation that I've never heard before that'll get me off of my chair and onto my feet. Let's hear Brother Urson preach another revelatory sermon so that I'll clap my hands and run the aisles. And we have wore our preachers smack out. Because the ideology of consumerism is, let's come to church and dine at the table of ease. But the ideology of Pentecost is this. I didn't come just to get if I'm a disciple. No, If you've been in this for a while, your thoughts should not be move me. Your thoughts should be this. There's some fruit on this vine. How can I produce something in this service? How can I not wait on the preacher to make me move, to make me shout, to make me have faith? I'm ready to come to church and say, who needs the Holy Ghost? The pastor won't get done preaching. The singers won't get done. Come on. I feel it shifting in the atmosphere. Somebody said, I'm about to produce a flow. I've come with a river and I'm going to let it out. I've come with a voice. Come on, it's flowing, it's flowing, it's flowing, and this is Pentecost. Come on, worship him. Rivers of milk and honey. Praise God for the rivers of milk and honey. But that really doesn't mean that there are rivers of milk and honey in Canaan. No, you can't get your nutter butter or your Oreo. 
and go down to the river of whole milk because I ain't even preaching to the skim milk, folks. <laughs> Unless it's something dietary, and then I sincerely apologize. No, it doesn't mean that there were actual rivers of milk for my tea drinkers, actual rivers of honey. No, it meant that when you get into this promised land, there's going to be some cows over here that somebody is going to have to understand that if there's going to be milk for the babes, does anybody know that the Bible says that the babes need the sincere milk of the word of God? And so we got to quit counting on just the preacher to produce the milk. You ought to come with your own flow that says, I've been in the word, I've been in devotion, I've been flowing in the Holy Ghost, I know what God's wanting to do. And you come with a flow of your own that says if there's a babe that needs it. Hear me. This church is about, I feel this in the whole, this church is about to enter into a season. As a matter of fact, I feel you've already crossed over this week where it's just going to be Acts 238. That's all that's going to be able to come across from this pulpit because there's going to be so many people that need to hear Acts 238 because Pentecost is a movement. And your pastor's going to come and preach Acts 238, uh, repent of your sins, uh, and be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and the seasoned saints uh, that still consume uh, are going to die. But if you'll get a revelation of the move, when Acts 238 comes across the pulpit, You've already got a flow. Ah, and you're going to come in and start generating faith. And you're going to come in and be operating in the gift of faith and in the working of miracles and in the gift of healing. My God, have mercy. Because when you get to that place, you've got to learn how to go to the vine now. Take the fruit off of the vine. Grind it down. Put it in the oven and get your own bread out of the oven or else you starve in a place of fruitfulness. Because today, God is here to do a mighty work, a great work. Many are about to receive the Holy Ghost. Many are about to be baptized. My question is, who's ready to release a flow? Come on, seasoned saints. If it's here, Lord, how do I get into it? If it's moving, God, how do I step into it? If it's happening, Lord, how do I operate in it? If it's about to be poured out, how can I be used? If there's somebody on my row that needs the Holy Ghost, how can I lay my hands on them? Because it's here and it's flowing and it's now. And God's saying, if you'll step into the flow and get caught up, Lift your hands all across the house.
My Lord, have mercy. Ezekiel saw this flow, Brother Urshan. He said it started in the temple. Paul lets us know that the temple is no longer brick and mortar, but it's flesh and blood. Somebody say, I'm a temple. Someone say, I'm a temple. And if it starts in the temple, that means the flow starts in you. That means it starts in you. And so when you come to church, you've got a flow. You've got something that is trying to rise up out of you. That's why you need the gift of the Holy Ghost today. Because it puts something in you that is greater than yourself. It deposits something into you that is mightier than you. And when you lift your hands and you repent of your sins, that flow begins like a river of living water. John chapter 7 verse number 38 this spake he of the spirit but they could not understand because Christ had not yet been glorified but thanks be to God he come up out of the grave and he was a glorified savior and he went up into heaven and he said if I go it'll be good for you because I won't leave you comfortless I will come to and so the river began to flow And then they get this little image, Ezekiel does, of a man that measured a thousand cubits. And that word measured literally means to stretch oneself. It's the same word, Hadad, that the prophet did in the Old Testament when he stretched over the child. When he stretched over himself seven times and the child sneezed and it come to life. It's that same thing. It's that understanding that when you stretch the miraculous begins to flow and so Thursday night we stretched and it got a little deeper and Friday night we stretched and it got a little deeper and Saturday night we stretched and it got a little deeper and today we stretch And it'll become rivers that can be passed over. Rivers that'll sweep over Cincinnati. Rivers that'll flow into every neighborhood. Rivers that'll flow into the downtown area. Rivers that'll minister to the homeless. Rivers that'll minister to the drug addicted. Rivers that'll minister to the brokenhearted. Rivers that'll... But today, I am under the command of the Holy Ghost to tell this church that what has happened cannot be memorialized as the greatest, but as the beginning of a mighty move. Do you feel that right there? Do you feel it moving down your aisle? Do you feel it moving across your pew? Do you feel it flowing in the balcony? Do you feel it flowing off the back row? Do you feel the flow? That's what happens when you get the revelation of, I'm not here to consume. I've come. I want my producers to stand right now. 
want every producer in the house to lift your hands right now. And I want you to let out a flow. A flow that cannot be stopped. I said a flow that cannot be contained. Come on. Let there be a flow in this house right now. Come on. Lift your voice right now and release a flow. A flow of living water. Let it flow down from the balcony. Let it flow out of the back row. Let it flow from the front to the back. From the left to the right. Let there be a divine flow in this house. Flow rivers of living water. Flow. Come on, produce something right now for your row. You see somebody that doesn't have the Holy Ghost. You ought to go to them right now. And you ought to pray them through to the Holy Ghost. You see somebody that needs a miracle. You ought to flow in the Spirit. Come on. Come on. Come on, lift your voices. There's something that's going to break in the supernatural right now. There's a mindset uh, that is going to be broken in this church today. There is a thought process uh, that is going to crumble uh, in the church right now. Uh, release your flow, man of God. Uh, release your flow, woman of God. Uh, come on. Uh, you've got a river uh, that needs to be let out. Uh, Come on, that's it. Come on, don't get quiet. Don't get quiet. I know you're not coming to the altar yet. We're going to do that in a moment. We're going to break something before we ever get to this altar. Come on. This thing's about to break wide open within this church body. There's a shift coming to your mind. Come on, shout it out. Shout it out. Do you feel the faith? That's because you're releasing a flow. Do you feel the... Come on, release the flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need a miracle in your body. You've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in a new tongue. You need a miracle in your body. I want you to raise your hand. You need a miracle in your body. Raise your hand. Thank you. Keep it raised. Please keep it raised. You've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in a new tongue. And you're feeling the Spirit of God flow through this house. Keep your hand up if you need a miracle. You've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in a new tongue. I want you to lift your hand if you would like to receive the Holy Ghost. Beautiful, got a man over here. Come on, keep that hand up if you'd like to receive the Holy Ghost today. Praise God. Now, this is what I want us to do. The, keep your hand up, please. Keep your hand up. If you see somebody with their hand up around you, and you are going to let a flow, and you know God's about to use you, I want you to go to them right now. This is where we got to go right here. Come on. Go to them. Go to where they're at. This gentleman right here raised his hand. Got some people back here that have their hands raised. Come on, let's flow in the Holy Ghost right now. 
Come on, that's it. That's it, beautiful. Come on, you know somebody around you that needs the Holy Ghost. Go to them. You know somebody around you that needs a miracle. Go to them. You know somebody around you that needs a breakthrough. Go to them. Come on, let's flow in the Holy Ghost right now. You see somebody by you that needs the Holy Ghost. Go to where they're at right now. Come on, go to where they're at right now. You see them. Come on, maybe you brought them to church. That's it. Come on. I don't want you to pray like you've always prayed. I want you to release an anointing right now. Come on. I want you to tap into the flow that's in this place. And I want you to pray until they get the Holy Ghost. Until they get a miracle. This is the flow. This is Pentecost. Yes. Same Holy Ghost I do, and the same faith that I do, and God's going to use him to do it you're in this place right now and you are physically able to make your way to this altar, I want you to begin to make your way down to this altar. If you're not praying for somebody or be praying for or being prayed for, I want you to begin to make your way to this altar right now. Come on. We're going to flow in the Holy Ghost. We're going to flow in the Holy Ghost. Come on. If you can make your way to this altar, please, I'm asking you to make your way to this altar right now. God's going to fill you with his spirit. God's going to heal your body. God's going to set you free. Come on. That's it. I don't want you to come and just pray a normal prayer. I want you to release the movement that is pent Come on. You've got that river. Let it flow. Come on, tree of life. This is where God has brought you to so that he could use you beyond this moment. That's it. We've got people all over this altar. We've got people all over this building. We need more than just a prayer team right now. I need anybody that's got the Holy Ghost and has been baptized in Jesus' name. I need anybody that is a part of this church right now to come and start laying hands on people. It's time for you to be a producer. It's time for you to release a flow.
Come on. Come on, that's it, tree of life. Come on. Come on, that's it. I need you to help me right now. We've got more people that need miracles and need the Holy Ghost than we've got people to pray for right now. I need some prayer warriors. I need some folks that got the Holy Ghost and want God to use you. I need you right now. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. If you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got to flow. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name, you've got a river. Let it flow out of you right now. Come on, we just had another one receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, come on, let's shout unto the Lord. Release the flow of the Spirit right now. God's using you, tree of life. Uh, God's using you, tree of life. Uh, 
People are being healed. People are being delivered. People are being set free. Come on, tree of life, that's it. Out of your belly, let it flow like a river right now. We've already had one receive the Holy Ghost. More are still seeking. Come on, let it flow. God's pouring it out. God's pouring it out. Come on, don't get quiet. I'm asking nobody be looking around. If you're not praying for somebody, I want your hands lifted right now. And I want you releasing a flow into the atmosphere. I want you to tap into the intercession that's in the room. I want you to begin to magnify and praise God. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him.
you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, it is the only way that Scripture commands us to be baptized. We've already got one going to be baptized. We have robes, we have towels, we have changing rooms. You don't have to get your clothes wet. You can change privately and you can leave here dry. We've made it as convenient as possible. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, just as Peter did, I command you to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. If you'll make your way to my left, your right, over here, to the left, to the right side of the platform, my left side, you can come over here and we'll baptize you today in the name of Jesus. Come on. God's filling people with the Holy Ghost. God's using tree of life right now. People are receiving the Holy Ghost. People are being delivered. People are being healed. Come on. One more time, would you lift your hands all across the house? Would you lift your hands all across the house and would you just begin to worship him? If your hands are not lifted, would you lift them and would you just worship him? Come on, that's it. There's a great flow of the spirit in this house right now. Come on, worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, we're just going to worship Jesus for the next few moments. Come on, that's it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Just worship him for a little while longer. There's something flowing in here right now. Just worship him for a little while longer. Come on, they tarried in the upper room. Let's not get in a hurry right now. Just flow in the Holy Ghost for a few more moments. There's a word of the Lord in this house. I want you to lift your hands right now. Somebody release what you're feeling in the Holy Ghost right now. Lift your hands right now all across the house. There's something trying to be confirmed in this room. 
Come on, somebody surrender to what you're feeling just for a few more moments. I feel like the Lord has told me to tell you. Tell my people to thank me. I believe that there is a wave of gratitude to God that's getting ready to sweep over this house. <laughs> I want each and every person for just a moment. I want you to collect your thoughts. And I want you to really think about what God has done in our midst. I want you to think about what he's done in your life. I want you to think about what he's doing right now. And I want you from the very depth of your soul, I want you to thank God. He has kept you. He has healed you. He has filled you with his spirit. He has washed you in his blood. I want those that are here and those that are watching, I want you just to let a spirit of thanksgiving get a hold of you. I want you to feel it in the very center of your soul. Come on, let it double you over. God, you have been good to me. Lord, you are healing the broken. Lord, you are healing the broken. Something's about to release when you begin to lose yourself in thanksgiving. When you lose yourself in gratitude to God, something is going to release. I feel the Holy Ghost. We're moving from desperation into thanksgiving. I said we're moving from desperation into thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come out of fear and into thanksgiving. Come out of anxiety and into thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Come out of uncertainty and come into thanksgiving.
That's it. That's it. That's it right there. That's it right there. That's it. Praise him. That's it. Praise him. That's it. Praise him. That's it. Praise him. There you go. That's it. Praise him. Hallelujah. Come on. That's it. Praise him. You're entering into his gates right now. You're in, you're in his presence when you begin to praise him. That's it. That's it. That's it. Every, every, every praise. Come on, all across this house, give him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Running after, it's running after me. 
Running out, it's running out. 